0: Hello and welcome to the Munro Method Clancast. I am Jason Munro and this is episode 68. This week I spoke about something inside our private coaching community um, and it was about how I was reduced to tears twice on Christmas days. I won't bore you with the first one because it's not really relevant but the second one was, uh, it was my son. So my, my eldest son is eight years old Uh, He gets pocket money for doing chores in his room. My wife's got some kind of app thing set up for him. And uh, he had a bit of money put away and he wanted to spend it on his family. So he texted his gran. He asked his gran if she would take him shopping. She obviously said yes. And off they went on a little shopping trip, just the two of them. And Jacob picked a present for each of us, my wife, me, he got the dog's one uh, and his younger brother. Now, the mind of a child is a wondrous thing. It truly is. Like when when I think about buying gifts for my wife, it's like, right, I need to think of six, seven, eight different things I need to buy my wife. Couple of big things, lots of little things, and I need to fill a stocking for her. That's the way that my mind works at Christmas. Um. The mind of a child, like Jacob went to the shop and just wanted to pick one significant, meaningful gift for each of us. And honestly, the things that he bought for us were so thoughtful and considerate. Um. So the one I want to talk to you about is what he got for me, right? So it's Christmas morning. Um, I'm already pretty emotional after getting my wife's gift. Jacob's Happy opening his presents, but because of the way he is, he's absolutely bursting with excitement to come and uh, give me the one from him and have me open his gift. So I open it. It's pretty obvious what it was when it, the way it was wrapped. It was some kind of picture, picture frame type thing. So I opened it and inside was a picture, uh, not a picture. It was a frame with um, a quote inside it. Right. And it said, it's behind me on the wall uh, in my office, on my bookshelf, you are exactly where you need to be. And that's all it says. And I burst into tears, I exploded into tears. And it, I mean, he looked a little bit worried because he couldn't understand because he's like, you know, you, you know, he wants his expectations. You know, you can imagine what was going on in his head. I'm going to give my dad this, he's going to love it, he's going to be so happy, he's going to give me a big hug and all this stuff. I burst into bloody tears and give him a big cuddle. Um, told him that I loved it and then he explained to me why he picked it. He said, I know I know you like putting things on your wall in your office um, and this has got a nice writing on it, it's nice and glittery. And you're exactly where you need to be because you're in your office. Now how ridiculously innocent is that? How beautiful is the innocence of that? Like he has no idea how I've read that, how I've taken that. It, he's, he's got no understanding of the deeper, the deeper meaning of it. So a few days later, I brought him into my office to show him that I put it on my shelf, and I explained to him the deeper meaning of it. I explained to him what I took from it, and I told him that when when you give people gifts, you're giving someone a gift from from the way that you're thinking, right? So you think I'm going to give this to this person for this reason, right? So you got me this picture because you thought my dad likes putting stuff up in his office on the walls. Um, This has got nice writing in it. He likes stuff like this because I've got like other quotes and stuff about the place. Um, And he thought that I would really like that. And, And the meaning of it to him was you are where you need to be. You're in your office doing your work. This is where you're supposed to be. Whereas for me fuck me, I, I went deep with it, like I I went way, way down, like I was thinking about, you know, <laughs> on Christmas morning, I, and I'm instantly thinking about how far I've come in life, where I am right now, how much I still have to achieve, how much I've achieved so far, um, and all these other things, and that's what made me really emotional, and that, that's what I explained to him, I said, look, the deeper meaning of this, the way that I've taken this. So I understand what you meant when you give me this, but here's how I've taken it. Here's my uh, my take on it. I worry a lot that I'm not good enough. I'm not doing good enough as a parent. I'm not doing good enough as a husband. I'm not as far along as I should be. I've not... Uh, got as many qualifications as, as I would have liked. I've not done as many courses as I would have liked. The Personally, I'm not where I want to be. I would like to have built more muscle by now. I'd like to be fitter by now. Um, I would like to be farther on with business. I've got projects and side projects and things I want to add to what I'm currently doing, you know, and it's just this kind of, I had this constant stream of all these things that I've not yet accomplished And it's not something that comes into my head all the time. I'm conscious of them, I'm aware of them, but they don't overload me or overwhelm me. But I do think about them from time to time. And getting that gift from him on Christmas morning just shattered me. It brought me right down to earth. Um, So I wrote a daily post about this inside our coaching group and it was well received. So I thought it would be something that I could bring up again in the form of a podcast episode. So it does not matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter what's happening. And I'm going to use COVID in this example because I spoke a lot about this during COVID, during the pandemic. A lot of my content on Instagram, a lot of my content in my emails, a lot of the stuff that we spoke about inside the Monroe Method was about practising acceptance. There's a wonderful book by a lady called Byron Kate And it's called Loving What Is. And in this book, she talks about acceptance. And she talks about arguing with reality. When you argue with reality, you lose every single time. It is not a fight you will win. You will always come off worst. For example, if I was to look outside right now and it was pissing with rain and I had these plans to go for a big walk and it was raining... What what are your options? Number one, you accept that it's raining. There is nothing. I have no control of the weather. It's not my fault it's raining. I didn't do this. I checked the forecast. It looked all right, but it's raining. And you accept that because there's nothing you can do about it. Or you argue with it. You don't accept reality. You get pissed off and annoyed. Fuck's sake. Why is it raining? Why is it? It's not supposed to be raining. I'm meant to go for a walk just now. Look at the weather. How am I supposed to get my walk in? And we do this all the time. We do it every, yeah, many people do it every single day. They're late for work. Oh, I am supposed to be out the door at this time. I was meant to be here. I've got this meeting to get to. I've not done this. I've not done that. Okay. And you can't change it. You can't do anything about it now. And I've spent a long time over the last, probably since I became a nutritionist, I think when I became a nutritionist I was kind of forced to like sort all my own shit out All the things that I've struggled with In the past, confidence, anxiety, stress 2020 I started having panic attacks I Had to take time to go and work on my mental health um, While still trying to run a business Through a pandemic Being made homeless Like all these things um, Had I not become a coach Had I not become a nutritionist I would still be struggling with these things I would not have got the help i needed i would be waking up every day going to my work coming home being in a bad mood mood being up and down all the time horrendous to be around my kids would get a shitty version of me my wife would get a shitty version of me because i would be doing nothing to change i'd be getting i'd be arguing with reality this isn't how my life's supposed to look like but i'm not fucking doing anything about it anyway i didn't mean to make that part about (laughs) my history but covid taught us this and What I spoke a lot about during those times is that it was happening, right? Lockdown, masks, wash your hands, all this stuff, it was happening. It was your reality. It was your life. Arguing with it served no purpose. All it did was upset you, make you feel worse, heighten your anxiety, stress you out even more, all that uncertainty. Like, remember all of that that you went through? It's all gone now. It's done. It's dusted. There are people who absolutely thrived throughout that time and there are people who went into absolute meltdown. People, There are people who had struggled with their weight for years who all of a sudden were losing weight easily. No work, no stress, no hassle, at home, still getting paid, furloughed, living the dream, out walking all the time. right? Some people absolutely thrived. Then there were other people who being at home signified like okay now is not a work that you know there was this switch where when someone steps through the front door after a day of work it's like you switch into home mode and home mode is when you really relax with your eating or maybe you have a drink or maybe you just sit and watch TV and then here we all were forced into this this lockdown situation where it was home mode all the time and the people who, had this home mode where their eating wasn't great, where they were drinking more alcohol, where they spent all their time, sat down in front of the TV. They didn't thrive. They started going in the opposite direction. So the pandemic had a different effect on on everybody. Some people thrived, some didn't. But we all went through the same thing. It wasn't the same for all of us. Some people don't have kids. Some people didn't get paid. Some people were financially worse off. Like in all these other things, yes, there are these different... Uh, variations of how we all went through it we, we all went through the same lockdown we all went through the same pandemic and it was what we chose to do with those couple of years that was the difference between whether you thrived or just survived whether you did well or not whether you came out the other side intact or mentally ruined and the people who accepted what was happening who understood that this is happening, this is a reality now, this is what life looks like for the foreseeable future. Yes, there's not an endpoint, uh, an exact endpoint predicted, but there will be an endpoint because I am, insert age here, years old, and everything that has happened in the past to me, around me, in the world around me, has been and gone. Everything passes. So, bringing it back to this wonderful picture that my son gave me. Um, It does not matter where you are right now, professionally, mentally, financially, emotionally, health-wise, how far you are along with your goals, with your education, with your career, with what it is you want to do. Wherever you are right now, while you're listening to this, with me in your ear holes, you are exactly where you are supposed to be based on everything that you've done and everything that's happened to you and around you up until this point. The way that you have navigated life for the last however many years has brought you to this very point where you are. And I can't imagine I have many people of like pension age listening to this, So there may be a couple. I don't work with many, one or two. Um, you have many years, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years. I'm 38 years old. I'd like to think I've got 50 years ahead of me. That life is completely within your hands. Like So if you are not where you want to be right now, what can you do about it? Rather than arguing with reality, rather than complaining that I'm not where I want to be, I've not achieved this shit, I've not done this, I've still got this weight to lose, da-da-da-da-da. Rather than complaining about it, rather than talking about it, rather than listing those things and making them sound awful and overwhelming to the point where it puts you off and not getting started, accept where you are. Yes, I could have lost more weight by now. Yes, I could be fitter by now. Yes, I could have a better job by now. Yes, I could have finished that course. Yes, I could have more education, like whatever it is. Yes, 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 you could have done all these things, but you didn't. Maybe something happened that stopped you from doing it. Maybe it's you. Maybe you just chose not to do it. Maybe the world around you made it very difficult for it to happen. It doesn't matter. I am going to go out on a limb here and say that not most, but a large portion of the problems and challenges that you face every day are created by you. If you woke up feeling like shit this morning... And you had to drag yourself out of bed and you hit snooze multiple times and you were late for work. What time did you go to your bed last night? What time did you choose to go to your bed at last night? Did you, you know, did you think about how you would feel tomorrow? Did you think about being late for work, sleeping through your alarm, hitting the snooze button, not wanting to get out of bed? Did you take that into consideration and say, right, I will be in my bed at 9pm, no phone, no TV, no nothing, hopefully sleeping for quarter past, half past. And I'll get a solid night's sleep. Or did you knowingly go to bed at 11 o'clock, scroll your phone for an hour, finally close it, then struggle to get to sleep from midnight to 1 o'clock, knowing that you had to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning? Do you have morning stress every single day trying to get out the door, trying to get kids dressed, washed, teeth brushed, lunches packed, your own lunch packed, yourself to get ready, everybody to get out the door in this short window? Is every single morning a stress, why? What are you doing the night before to stop all that stress from happening? Are the clothes ready the night before? Do you go to bed at a decent time? Are the kids in bed at a decent time? Are the lunches done the night before? Most of the the stuff that, that we think makes life difficult and busy and overwhelming, we do it to ourselves. We create these situations. If you're shouting at your kids having to rush to get out the door, it's not the kid's fault. The kids aren't responsible, well mine aren't, not at 5 and 8 years old, although Jacob's getting a bit more responsibility. You know, if my kids are late to school, it's not because of them, it's because of me. Because I'm the adult, I'm the one that takes them to school. I'm the one that makes sure that they're ready. You know, if I take if I take my kids to the dentist, and the dentist is, like she did recently, and the dentist is um, talking about how my eldest son's not brushing his teeth properly and he's got some plaque in between some of his teeth, that's not on him, that's on me. That's on me as the parent. So we're we're the ones that are responsible for most of the crap. Nah, I shouldn't say most. A lot of the crap that we deal with on a daily basis. People talk about the weight. Oh, my mum's a feeder, my grand's a feeder, you know this other person does this. Like it's not the other person's fault. That's your fault for not having boundaries in place. It took me a long time to learn this about boundaries, by the way. Um, and it's only recently something that's come into my coaching Uh, one of my private clients right at the very beginning we in fact it's almost exactly a year since we started working together Um, right at the very beginning when I read through all her stuff when she applied to work with me privately one-to-one the first thing we spoke about was creating boundaries because she had relatives immediate relatives who encouraged her to drink alcohol and She knew that alcohol was a problem because when she drank like this, she ate like this. She woke up feeling crap. It led to a terrible week, to bad decisions. Like alcohol is another great example. How much of the problems in your life are created because you choose to drink alcohol? You know, you know you'll be hungover. You know your Sunday will be wasted. You know your Monday will go terribly. You know you'll be full of anxiety anxiety, riddled with guilt, shame, regret, wishing you hadn't done this, wishing you hadn't done that. You go through to the kitchen, there's a takeaway line there that you don't remember ordering. None of that happened to you. You did that to yourself because you know what you're like with a drink. Now, I can only say this. I I used to pretend that this wasn't what life was like when I was trying to pretend that alcohol wasn't the problem, that you know, nah, it's other stuff. If I just if I just put more effort in here, if I just have a bit more motivation here, if I just do better in this area of life, I'll just make myself be like that. It's got nothing to do with alcohol. Hangovers are fine, I can handle a hangover. And it's not until you've not drank for as long as I have that you realize that fuck me, I should have stopped doing that stuff years ago. So a lot of the stuff that happens, not to us but a lot of the stuff that we think happens to us, we're creating it, we're doing it to ourselves. Yes, there is stuff in the world and there's stuff that happens to you that's outside of your control, right? You can't control a boiler breaking down, a car breaking down, getting a flat tire. You can take preventative measures like MOTs and boiler services and things, but you can't stop these things from happening, right? So yes, there is some shit in your life that will happen to you, but we add to that We, you know, yep, these are uncontrollable things that can happen at any time. Taking yourself to bed at midnight every night, that's your own thing. You're creating more stress in your life by doing that. Leaving everything to the morning, you know, sitting down on the couch after your dinner from like 7pm till midnight. Five hours, sat in front of the TV, not even watching the TV, scrolling your phone. Um... Then going to bed, then get up in the morning getting up in the morning, panic and frantic. Fuck, I'm late, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do that. You didn't have to do all that. That could have all been done. You could have borrowed 30 minutes from the night before and made your next day relatively stress free. So Fuck, how do we bring all this back to round this off? <laughs> to summarize. You are exactly where you are supposed to be right now, whether you like it or not, whether it's a place you want to be or not, whether you like that idea or not, you are exactly where you're supposed to be, not just because of the things that you've done or not done, but because of the world around you, because of your environment, because of situation, because of things that have happened outside of your control. Here's the thing, like, if 100 negative things happen, but you could have controlled sixty of them then that what difference would that make to your life? You ever have one of those things where you're like, "Oh, it's just one thing after another, this happened and this happened and this happened you' like and you start catastrophizing these things and adding them up and trying to make them sound worse than they are, and you're trying to beat yourself down to think that you're you're a victim and and your life's just so why is life so hard? Why does this always happen to me? I've done that, I've been there, and yet 90% of the shit that I was listing on that list was stuff I did to myself, you know, it was once upon a time, I don't know, 12, 12 10, 12 years ago maybe, where I was in a lot of debt, nah, it was fucking ages ago, it was longer than that, Um, where I was in a lot of debt, you know, and <laughs> I did that. I th- th- This was back when 2007, so what year is this? 2024 So it was a while ago, right? Um, 2007, Northern Rock took out my first mortgage it, they were giving 125% mortgages where, this is wild now when you talk about this so Alexa reminding me to pick up the kids from school 2007 uh, The yeah 125% mortgage with Northern Rock. So basically, it was I think it was a 95% mortgage, right? But you could borrow the first 5% from them to give back to them. You could also then borrow another like 25% of the value of your house, which I did because it was my first house and I needed to furnish it and all this stuff, right? That was um June 2007. I think it was October, don't quote me, but October 2007, Northern Rock was the one, the first one to go down in the financial crash and that's who I had my mortgage with. My house value went through the floor. Oh, it was horrendous. It was absolutely terrible. My mortgage rate was ridiculous because it was at its absolute peak price and from there um, came a series of terrible financial decisions as I tried to fix this situation and only served to make it worse those days are long gone but we learn we learn from these things we learn from the mistakes we know not to trust mortgage advisors yeah. Um, and yeah we get older and wiser but right to round this off and for me to go and get my kids from school the vast majority fuck it I'll just say it the majority of shit that happens on a daily basis that you think isn't fair or shouldn't be happening or whatever the case might be A lot of it is under your control. How much easier would your life go if you could wake up in the morning stress-free? How much better a day would you have if you had eight hours of sleep instead of five? How much better would your week go if you woke up on a Monday morning feeling refreshed, not hungover, not feeling like crap from the weekend, not feeling the effects of dragging out every last second on a Sunday night because you're trying to delay going to work? You know, it's, life can be tough and it can be difficult and there's lots of things happen that we can't pick or choose but we don't make it any easier by some of the things that we do to ourselves or some of the things that we don't do that we should do. So round this off, right? You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Physically, mentally, emotionally, professionally, whatever it is, you are where you're supposed to be. I'm where I'm supposed to be and we need to get good, We need to get better at accepting that rather than arguing with it. Yes, you could have done that thing back in 1999. Yes, you could have made a different decision back in 2008, but you didn't. It doesn't fucking matter now. It's gone. It's done. It's dusted. You cannot change the past, but you can use the past to change the future. Learn to practice acceptance. Accept where you are. Accept the world around you. Accept how things are. And if there is, once you've done all that, once you're accepting The things that didn't go to plan, the things that you're unhappy with, now that you've accepted it, how can you change it? What can you do? What steps can you take? So for me, uh, recently, I've took a look at the way that I'm running things inside the Monroe Method. How can I free up more time for me to work on these extra projects and for me to make the Monroe Method even better than it already is? I'm already putting things in place because I've... You know, my, I, I'm the boss, I'm the guy. I'm there, There's nobody above me. I'm the one that decides how things go. It's only me that can change it. So how can I change things to work better to still deliver a great service but be able to work on these other things? So I'm having to make changes there. I've accepted that what I've done, the way I've done things until this point has got me this far. But I've also accepted that if I keep doing things the way I've always done them, it's not going to help me get somewhere different. So something has to change. And it's the same for you. Accept where you are accept this point in life but don't accept that this is how it always has to be it's up to you to make the changes, it's up to you to take the first steps to take things in a different direction but you will not do that by arguing your way there by saying your life shouldn't be like this life should be different, I should be doing this I should have that, I should have more money I should weigh less I should have more time I shouldn't have had kids (laughs) Right, that's enough for me. Um, I I don't know why these podcasts this year are going along this trend. It's more like me talking about inner thoughts than covering specific topics, but I quite like how it's gone. Uh, They will change and adapt as the year goes on as more ideas spring to mind, but this was just, I just looked at my shelf there before I started recording and saw that picture. You are exactly where you need to be. Until next time.